right, you lovely people. Welcome to another episode of Off The Hook with Skybet by moi, none other than Jimmy Bullard. And in this episode, we're back at a lovely court farm. And today, we have the one and only Mr. Ian Holloway on, where we'll be talking all things Blackpool and his promotions with them, his antics and fun with the press and his faithful one-liners, and all things football and fishing. There's also a bit of random chatting about aliens, etc. But that's what you get with Ian Holloway. What a legend. Hope you enjoy. Right, guys, welcome to another episode of Off The Hook with the lovely Skybet. And I have no other than a good old mate of mine, Ian Holloway. Look at the man. <laughs> Ollie, how are you, son? Um Loving this, Jimmy boy. It's lovely look being out in the fresh air. <laughs> a lot of people looking at it will probably be saying, are they mad because they can see snow on the floor? But it's lovely to be out. For me, it is anyway. I you? knew I knew it was going to be cold, so I got about four or five layers on here, kid. But <laughs> I don't, li I don't like getting cold, and I got these little fingery things. But this is something that I can never do. I'm never patient enough to do it. And I know right. you're the man, aren't you? you, you I love the You fishing. love this, don't you? But you did say you took the boys before. To give us that yeah, story. yeah. Where was when you? I was at QPR, QPR yeah. yeah. We uh, we went along to this charity fish. I took all my lads along, and Simon Royce won. He, won, he, really? he won the rod. Yeah, and I didn't realise. He had really a few like... Joey Barton there. He liked <laughs> jo it. Jo I Joey bet a few of the fishing. foreign boys weren't up to it. Were no, they? a lot of them didn't like it, but we all had a go, and they had a, taught us a bit of fly fishing. You with the elbow. Yeah. And that is it. That that is the skill there. Going on to the skill side of it, there is a skill. You know, I get a lot of people sitting here and they'd be like, "Oh, it's just surely it's luck." No, it's a skill. I'm, and I'm going to prove to you today that it is a skill. And there is an art behind it. Well, and what you can do can make a big difference. See, I'm sat here now. I don't know how deep it is. And if I was them, I don't know where I would go on a cold yeah. day. We are back at Court Farm where David Seaman took us. But David Seaman introduced me to this two weeks ago, and it was that good. Yeah. I thought I'd bring you in. So. Look, he's a he's brilliant, isn't he? Loves it. Does he? Like, like it was hard to ask him a question. He's like, Jim, Jim, <laughs> yeah, don't shut up, Jim. Loves it, but yeah, keen angler. He's got another bloke, got a river at the bottom of his garden, knows it inside out, catches all kinds of fish, just loves it. But this late of day, four, five, six foot deep on average. As you can see, it's in the depths of what? What are we now? Mid Feb, freezing cold, snow on the floor. So I know my knowledge. Going to give you a bit of info here now, and all the anglers at home. The fish now want to get away from you. They want to hide under trees, you know, branches. They're in pods. They, there could be 10 fish together. There could be 210 fish together. So they're in crevices, and it's up to us to go and find them. That's so the they're just trying to chill and not get too cold, idling up. Warm. They're trying yeah. to keep warm. Out the way of aggravation. That's why it doesn't help when they're big off a lump of a cameraman over yeah, there, yeah. slamming doors yeah. left, right, <laughs> Hopefully you'll chuck it on a pod or near a pod, because as I said before, I don't think they're going to come there. They're not going to yeah. be inquisitive. So it's very important we chuck near them today. And that's it, really. You've got a real standout hook, but as you can see, it's quite coloured. Yeah. It's quite... Ch so you imagine at the bottom of a lake bed, you need quite a visual bait from so they can pick it out. That's what I'm going with. It probably sounds like a lot of waffle. I'm just going to show you. I'm going to give you a little demo. So it's all about timing, right? And yeah. it isn't, you ain't going to grab this first time. And I've had all kinds of car crashes with this. <laughs> yeah, Robbie Keane, he tried to chuck it there. He chucked it over there. But the good thing about fishing, 
Is it landing? And he caught one before. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and he's giving it a big in. Lucky the Irish, you know what I mean? So it's timing. This is bad line. You've got to flick that back. And in one swoop, it's like bring it back behind you as you draw it back and then let it go forward. You've got to release it. Yeah. And release it while the feeder's there. So it's hard for me to explain unless I. Straight in the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Right, cancel that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. me all over, mate. That's the luck. Oh, no. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. We've got one. And that's why we've got two. <laughs> 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 oh, it's going so well. Yeah. <laughs> we've got to fill them up. They won't edit that. They keep that in 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so let's do that again. See, the good thing for us at the minute, there's no one else here, is there? It's lovely though. Because you, you couldn't do that if there was people all over there, could you? Go right over there? No, no, of course you couldn't. No, you absolutely. Just do it here, haven't you? No, exactly right. Or you fish up there. <clears throat> well, that's what it's like when I do my competition fishing. There'll be pegged, someone will be on there, someone will be on there, someone will be. So you only have your own little so area. So in that, in the luck of the draw then, which is it? Luck of the draw comes into it. More in the winter, but as I said, in the summer, the fish are moving around. Yeah. So then it's about your feeding. Right. What do you feed? What bait? You know, yeah. you've got 101 different baits, haven't you? You've got so in that, then you've got to draw them to your swim, then? Is that's that the what? That's the game. That's the kiddie. That's the going right you got, there. You've got to get them in your restaurant, mate. Yeah. Right, let me do this up for you, and then... See, that fascinates me there. If you're a family of fish, you're going out, you know, you're going out... Yeah. Out of a restaurant, one of you gets dragged off. I think you'd look at it like that. <laughs> where's like our, going where's our gym? <laughs> Where have you been, Jim? I don't know. What's the matter with your lip? <laughs> He's not right. <laughs> Got dragged out by yeah. a hook in don't your golf. what happened. Yeah, it's one like being was, abducted, what you said. I was gulping in fresh air. I don't know what's going on. Next thing I know, I'm back. So <laughs> what have you been up to, mate? In this lockdown, I know I had you on the show the other week, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing I've done, mate. I've been uh, moving back to my house in Bath. You always got to keep your that's right. Keep your base. So, uh, do you like it there? Oh, it's yeah, it's beautiful there, mate. Beautiful out, out city. Of or town. Yeah, what, is it a city in it? Bath? Is it a city? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Beautiful place, but um, we're just outside it, and uh, it's the forty-fifth move. That I've done in my life, you know, so it's a bit stressful. Is it really 40 fit? Yeah, 40 fit. Oh, wow, yeah. that's um, unreal. Do you feel you've settled down now? Do you, have you had enough of that moving game or? Yeah, we don't. We're going to just downsize now, Jim, to be right, honest. Okay. Me, and the, me and the wife. Yeah. But it's I'm fighting with her plants. She's got 250 house plants, mate. You said you, yeah, you love so you. I just managed to get all <laughs> them back in here. <laughs> we're like professional movers now, but uh, it's. Uh, yeah, we. Getting back around our family, mate, now. Yeah. My youngest is having a baby soon, so that's great. She's had three miscarriages in the past. So oh, really? Yeah, she's sorting herself out. So, good. We'll see what else happens then. Absolutely. My wife's thinking about writing a book, children's books, and I might Do you know what? illustrate them, because I can a, draw. A few people have been doing that lately. You know, that Walliams has done that, Frankie Lamps has done that. Has, yeah. has she always been in? Has she always been into writing, or...? She, she's really talented. Kim's really talented. She could do a lot of things, but 
um, her school teacher said you should write children's books. So right, okay. She's all we're going to do them about our grandchildren and going on adventures because every time they come over, obviously now we we're not seeing them that much. Cause yeah. They're not really in our bubble, so we wave at them, and you know, um, it's very. We found that difficult, but that's a shocking time for that, isn't it? Yeah, It'll hopefully when when all that kicks out, we could do little adventures. We might I try nice. and muck about with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, so we're looking forward to that, and then we'll sell this big house we're in, and we'll buy some so I can pick and choose and relax. And do you reckon that would be you fully retired, or will it, would always be one eye on <laughs> on the game? Let's call it the game. There'll always be one. I think you're one of them, mate. I think you'll always have an eye on it, won't you? I think I will, mate. I think I think it's what it gives you the people that you come across and you've you've helped. You, am, I am always helped all of them, obviously, because you know. Sorry, what colour do you want, boss? Oh, I'll go. I'll go for the. The Blackpool Orange, mate. Yeah, of course bit you of, will. We'll bit of luck about there, we'll do with a Blackpool Orange. Yeah, go on. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think the young, the young frosty morning mind, you get what I mean? I know yeah. it's cold like this, you know, that freshness, that hunger, that desire. I've always I've found helping them has been amazing, but um, I didn't really enjoy being too high up in the club, you know, in the boardroom. It's about a load of men in black, you know, it, you know too much. I've... I'm better off. Oh, Out of that. You know, on the, doing attack on the field, on the grass. I think your manager's job is to push them to spend as much as they can to get as good a Did team it, as they can. Was it always like that? Or was that of, of the hierarchy, I call them the hierarchy, have the hierarchy become more involved to the latter of your career? Or when you started, was you left alone more? Have you seen a difference? Have you seen it change? Yeah, or does it depend on what club you're at? I think, I think it's a terrible difference, mate. I think... There's no longevity anymore. I'm, I had a four four and a half year contract to start with at Bristol Rovers as a player yeah. manager, and the first season we almost got relegated. And now I would have never lasted to that. Do you see what I mean? So everything's instant these days, and I think the way managers are treated, we're more or less sort of first team coaches now. Yeah. You know, and some of that's right because it's well put. I know what you're higher up. The amount of money that you, you're in control of, you, you you can't do it all yourselves these days because it's you need a, a a scouting network, a worldwide network if you're going to compete with the best. Yeah. So you know you need someone to do that, but really you need the final say on, you know, who you're bringing who because you that personality could totally disrupt your dressing room. Absolutely. And if someone if it's someone that you don't think's right for your your makeup of the overall attitude you want in your club Absolutely. you're never going to go there and mate, on opposite so. scale can make your dressing room right yeah exactly so yeah, exactly should live so, by the sword die by the sword but that's taking away a little bit from you that's what you're saying it, well right? my old point is if you look at frank lampard right yeah, well, so I was gonna bring him up, yeah. how could he possibly have enough experience to go and spend 200 250 million because mm. he hasn't been in the game long enough to build up that sort of knowledge so when he didn't have that budget and he had to just be on the ground with these young ones. He was fantastic, absolutely brilliant, right? Yeah. So he's not ready for that yet, you know? Stevie yeah. G's learning his corner. Your experience comes from knowing the transfer market. So your likes of of Klopp, who he's bought, who he's added, he yeah. needed a goalie and needed a centre-half, bang, they were the best. You could argue that Guardiola, yeah, yeah. he's 50 million on a right back, but he, he didn't make mistakes with them. Do you know what I mean? So... And people have made mistakes before. Absolutely. But 
it's about learning and going through them. How many, you know, if, as long as you get seventy five percent of your signings right, you should be. Is that what you say? You right? Yeah, normally it's 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 that yeah, okay. over your. Do you know? The do you know? Of your career. And how early do you know? Do you know quite early in a lot of signings that you go ain't the right fit? Um, have you? Has it? Has it happened to you in your career before? Is it just over time the boys just don't hit the ground running? Is it? I or think is it a whole? I've always been in a situation where I've never been a favourite, right? I've always been at a, a lesser club and we've got lesser to spend or, yeah. or we're in a situation. Less pressure? Is there less pressure then? No, no, there's more pressure because you haven't got anything to spend, you know? So yeah. I I remember I've dabbled in non-league and they've come off and they haven't come off, you know? But it's at Millwall, we've, we've brought Lee Gregory for 350 grand, right? Yeah. We were in a championship. In the end, I got sacked, we went down. He didn't score what I believed he would, but in the first division, he stayed. He played he really well with well, with Morrison. Yeah. And then when he went back to the championship, he was absolutely excellent. You know, so he did. Did do it in the end. He did it in the end, but yeah. the, the fact is, you you need it now sometimes. So. Get what you mean. And the hardest bit I'm finding now is to get an experienced player to come into your club. Your chairman and your owners don't want that. They don't see it as a value. Yeah. Whereas you and I both know that in that dressing room, your senior players are the ones that leads your teams, really. Absolutely. They are the ones. And, and it's very, very difficult to say, look, look, this fella's fantastic, bring him in, he'll do a great job. Because um, they don't see any value in that. How are we going to make money on him? Well, it ain't about making money all the time, is it? No, it's about getting I'm your trying team to get you an instant. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You're trying to give him an instant impact as well, which that senior player can bring more often, can't he? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so that, that's going right, out the yeah. game because the, the mindset is we'll have him and we'll get a profit for him later on, but he might not be ready to give you that profit on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that that's the balance that you're going to find. So. But my last sortie into it, I didn't have enough knowledge of that level League 2 the money that you're paying in League 2 and who's a good player for the money in League 2 yeah. my experience is in around the championship the yeah, bottom of the prem so different... it was oh the difference in money is, so I, I didn't have and enough quality because surely that comes into it when you're looking at it or, or, or you're not or you're just looking at the player going he can do it at this level do you get what I mean surely the quality comes into surely there's a big quality change from championships to second division yeah well there is in the money that you're paying them but if you haven't got a knowledge of that level who's good at that level and experience at that level you know what I needed was I, I lost 11 of my team that I ended with and then we went in a Covid situation it's unbelievably difficult mate yeah you said you know, that That's, really was but yeah, there's no excuses are no but your hands are tied a little bit uh, let's have it right no I've, I've held my hand up you know as a manager you, everybody you sign is you've got to try and get them right and you know to be honest they, I, yeah, but you're one of them, Ollie. I, I don't know you closely, but I know a lot of people know you. You are very honest, and I don't think you'll ever blame anything else apart. You'll always hold your hand up, but you've got to run. We're in a pandemic. You had 11 players yeah. not. It does become a point where you've got to go, well, hang on a minute. Yeah, no, it was. Do you get what I mean? It, it was it impossible. It ridiculous. Jim, it was impossible to have a trialist on your training ground because you, you needed to get him up to where we were in Grimsby. like geographically yeah. I needed to put him up for two yes. days for a trialist so you'll yeah. have to pay your yeah. own son right and then you have to have a hundred quid test before I can allow you on my training ground yeah. and then he ain't trained for five months so you're not going to see the best of him no. and then you jog him off so we ended up having trialist matches against our own 
that's pre-season friendly. So, yeah. oh, it was horrendous. Anyway, yeah. let's forget about that. What I'm saying is a scouting network takes years to build. Yeah. Right? And if you don't get that right, you ain't really going to have a club because life's about recruiting better players to take you to that next, next level. level. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, you know, some clubs have done it. If you look at uh, Sheffield United, I think Chris Wilder's magnificent. He is. Even this year, he's still magnificent. Because they jumped from Div 1 to the Championship to that wonderful season last year. And even now, he needs to... They perform brilliantly. It's still a progression, you know? And whoever he's added this year... Do you think the chairman's will stick with him? Oh, without a shadow of a doubt, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my... If you look at all the success, if you look at Sean Dyche, he went up, they came down, he went up again. You know, Wilder, for me, is one of the best managers I've ever been. I'd love to see him with a group that, I mean, how he invents things and does things is is of his own making, whereas Bielsa, you can see what he does, like last night with Leeds, you know, how he's got them playing, how he's got them moving. It's no wonder he's a a guru to lots of these wonderful managers who are literally changing the game, mate, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I mean by that is, is the beautiful game. When I first started, we all started four four two, really, you know. And we, yeah, we all had the yeah, the back yeah, yeah. four and the midfield four work, and then you'd get back in, and you know. And now it's just wonderful for me. The game's more fluid, isn't it? Yeah, more fluid. A lot of more rotation, a lot more mobility, but, freedom. But they've changed the fact that when you're attacking, you don't just go back into your defensive. You no. you press from there so they're they're changing the game yeah yeah yeah. you know they're shortening it they're making you understand and they're connecting it so when Mourinho first came here he was talking about he had the Makaleli thing that stopped the Arsenal yeah. one coming off in yeah in Burkamp you know so that was great and then so that dominated it for a bit Fergie's done all different things it in his life keeps evolving though don't yeah, it yeah and, and it does and yeah, now yeah, yeah. if you don't learn how to win the ball back off of them you oh, let Quickly. If you don't learn to do that, you ain't never going to be able to keep compete so. with them. I think the percentages in NFA. So that's absolutely. the exciting thing for me. And if yeah. you don't learn that, you ain't never going to be able to yeah. make your team. You know, all this like playing out and square and sideways. That's fine, but that ain't the main secret to it. No, the secret is no. the eye press. Other, yeah, absolutely. And stop you. All aggressive now, aren't they? Even absolutely. You, you're defending with your front line, so your strikers have got to learn how to defend now. All, not so much defend, is it? It's more winning the ball high. Yeah. So I suppose yeah. it is defending because yeah. you haven't got the ball. Well, Patrick Bamford summed it up ball. last night, mate. Yeah. That's what he was describing yeah. that that, yeah. that he's had. Gun press from the front. And what a wonderful kid he is. He's, he's got 12 great, already. Isn't he? Brilliant. He's done absolutely fantastic. Let's start back when you used to talk a little bit about when you used to play. Oh, people won't remember that, mate. <laughs> I do. Did you love it? That was my. Um, the only thing I ever wanted to do, really, from six years old, I told my school teacher that I, I, I want to play football one day. And, and my dad made it easy for me, mate. He said, if you don't make it, son, let it be through lack of ability, not lack of effort. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't... He said, don't be afraid to fail. You know, the only way you could fail is if you don't try hard enough, you know? Right. And, and that made it simple for me. So luckily for me, I had it... I didn't have that skill. You know, what I did was go out there and work for the team and then try yeah, and give yeah. it back to them. But try. the upbringing I had was, I, I would say, was was a joy because passage and movimento. 
if you're not in possession of the ball, get in position to get it. And that's, so they used to make you move all the time, you yeah. thinking all the time. And, and I didn't really use that until I got with Jerry Francis and we went to QPR in the Premier Ray League. Wu, I was going to go on. Did you play Ray Wilkins? Yeah. Unreal, mate. He, he made me believe that you're good enough. Well, here's a player. When I when I first come on the scene, Paul Jewell knew Ray. He goes, watch some old clips of Ray Wilkins. Now, his knowledge of winning a second ball high up the field and knowing where the ball was was unbelievable. Yeah. amount of regains he got back then. Paul Jewell told me it's a long time ago. And I moved to Cobham. Ray was my next door neighbour, bless him. Yeah. yeah. But he, how good was he to play with? Did he did he learn you a lot? Did he teach you the ropes? Mate, it was, he is a character, weren't it he? It was. He used to shout at me all the time. You got more time. You think, take, take your time, take your time, because yeah. I, it, I was hundred mile an hour winning it back, and then I was hundred mile an hour trying Dang. to play it. And he, calm down. Yeah. And then he taught me how to lend it. Because one day I, I thought I was playing all right, and he'd been out injured, and obviously. He gets picked, and I'm out. Now, I can take that. Of course I can. But he looked at me, and I went, he said, are you left out? I went, yeah, yeah. He said, I'm sorry about that, young man. You've been playing very well. I said, no, I'm just going to kick you. Because he went, oh, great, go on. So anyway, we're, <laughs> we're out there, mate. We're out there. And he knew I was after him. So literally, he was four passes ahead of me. I didn't get anywhere near him, right? So I'll give yeah. you an example. He called for it from you, knowing he's going to give you it back. So that's one pass, two passes. I'm coming steaming in. He's told you where to play it. That's three passes. Yeah. He's left me as I'm still coming. He gets it off the other bloke. He was five passes ahead of me yeah, all yeah, day. Yeah. So at the end of it, he went, son, he gave me a hug. He went, you can do what I've just done there. He said, all you've got to do is lend it. He said, because with your wonderful getting it about the pitch yeah. and keeping it, and getting your foot in, you can do this. He sees that in you. So, yeah, he, he made me believe that I was good. Jerry took me there, Jerry Francis. Yeah. Fantastic coach, mate. But Ray, playing with him, he made me believe that I could do be it. part of that. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I, I had a battle all my life because nothing I did was ever good enough for me. Do you know what I mean? In my head. Right, okay. As a coach. Did I'm, you have that? I was going to say, did that lead on when you was coaching as well? Well, good job. Or did I didn't that co- belief come when you got? Good older? job. I didn't. Yeah. Good job. I wasn't coaching myself because my own self-talk is nowhere near as good as if I was coaching. Got you. Is that right? I won't, I won't let you think like I do. I would know how you're thinking. Hang on, son. You're better than that. Come on, you could. So I'll give you. You know, it's it's a weird. You're okay old, at giving advice, but you struggle giving yourself advice. No, I take too much responsibility and hammer myself, and I can be a little bit got destructive. You. you know. In the end, yeah. I've learned. Later in my career, I learned to just curb that and calm it at some really important moments because I'd have never... No one's helped, smiling. I'd have, yeah, I'd have never <laughs> helped my team achieve anything if I didn't truly believe it. But I believed in their ability and, you know what I mean, it's, it's, it's a weird old life, mate. No, I get what you're saying. But the reason why I'm smiling, right, <laughs> is because some of your press interviews and yeah. your feet. <laughs> and I'll take it, that's when you're sort of fighting with yourself sometimes and you've come out with some absolute blinders. No, mate, I, I just think my biggest problem, when I've player manager of my own club, Bristol Rovers, I saw it as my own club, right? Yeah. I'm from Bristol, that, you know, and I was with them from nine years old, training twice a week. Um, and they always told me the truth, you know, you'll have a chance if you just work hard, you know, because you ain't the most skillful. So, um, and being the manager, player manager of that club 
and we drew, I would take every question as with, yeah, with a, a front. And what? Yeah, what? Yeah, what? So you, I was aggressive, mate. Yeah. Yeah, you won one nil, and oh, you should have scored more. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. I, you know what I mean? <laughs> just on him. So I realised when, when I lost that job, I can't be like that. So I turned and flipped it when I went to QPR, you know? Okay. When um, you say you flipped it, well, you flipped it in more of like a... Um... I was more me. I tried to be more me. In other words, like, because I like to laugh. I'm a bit like well, that's, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, what I'm mean? saying. That's what it seemed like. You come across very... You try and turn things into a bit of a joke, if you yeah. want, and make a bit yeah. light heart about it. And that's what it done to you, yeah? Well, that's what I'd always been like at school, you know? Yeah. Because kids don't ever muck about, do they? Big nose, I was called Big Nose, obviously. Like, why? Yeah, look at it. Uh, and it was, I used to make better jokes than them. To uh, big, God, this is big back to back. I'm gonna be, a, uh, you know what I mean? Anyway, I won't say them, but I, I turned that into, and I've always had humour. It's always been part of my life, you know. And yeah. and that then takes the seriousness out. Yeah. And I can get on with the main bit of me. So. I decided, Did it help you though? Oh, Did it help you becoming humorous? Did it help you in front of the press with the boys? Did it help you? It helped me massively because you have to be you, right? Yeah. I was trying to be what I thought was a manager. One minute I had Got a tracksuit on, next minute I had a suit on. Got you. And I couldn't be false. I had to be me. So at QPR, I let that out. We got relegated. Two years later, I put them back with after budget. Yep. You know, so, and then I got put on gardening leave. So everything is just weird, do you know what I mean? It's uh, I even, I even did the Cher Chelsea Flower Show with, because <laughs> I was on gardening leave. Yeah, no, no. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> what was that all about? It was brilliant. Uh, Alan Titchmarsh. It was just magnificent. Think, what do I know about gardening? But we'll have a go. But you love the outside, didn't you? You love being. I do like being outside. My missus is fantastic at gardening, and I'm useless. She yeah. she goes mad because I pull out lovely stuff instead of weeds, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, mate, you you have to... It ain't just being a manager. You have to be your own self being a manager. And every yeah, yeah, manager yeah. is different. You can't pretend to be someone. You've got to I be can't. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got to be the best you you can be. So, Where did you enjoy it the most? And where was you you the most? Where was um, you, you know, your happiest, if you want? Not necessarily winning, but where no, was you happy being in no, your I way think, and love managing? I've got to be honest. Every single job has been a total privilege. I don't think people realise... You know, they all sit at home and think yeah. they can do it. They're all on the EA Sports yeah. like manager. It's game. easy on there, mate, isn't it? Yeah, but everybody's got a line on Messi on there, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> that helps. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, my my old point was, you, once I was comfortable with who I was, yeah, I could let that then shine. And really, the most comfortable I ever felt was at Blackpool. Yeah. Really, because the chairman was younger than me. Right. The only chairman who's ever been younger than me is about. Five six years younger than me, so did you like that then? Did I loved like that, that chemistry? because he, he listened. Okay. And then he told me, "No, you're wrong." And then I'd argue with him, and then sometimes he'd win, and then sometimes I would because he knew I was right. Now I won't very often, but I knew. But you get the honest feel that. You, you, I I knew where I stood with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. and that how important is that in your life, kid? Yeah. And as a footballer. How many managers made you understand where you are in there? You know mm, what I mean? It's, it's such a such a unpredictable career. You're stood on ice all the time, isn't you? You know, so I felt most comfortable when I knew what the man wanted me to do. So luckily for me, 
Coral got a lot of stick from the fans in the end after I left and God knows what, but he made it possible for me to be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's your time when you got them into Premier League as well, wasn't it? Yeah, we. That's it, amazing times, right? It was. It was a, a joy. Yeah. Talk us through your team back then. Was Charlie Adams, or did you, did you bring him as an ad? He come on as an no. Ad? Char Charlie, they had Charlie the year before the end of the season. That, um, did you not have Charlie? Did you? No, no. Basically, they they borrowed him on loan. Yeah. Uh, Simon Grayson went to Leeds. Yeah. Um, Tony Parks took over till the end of the season. They finished 16th. Right. Okay. And then the job came up. Right. So I got an interview then. Um, I managed to get the job, and then I went home. They gave me every game that season to look for you. So I watched their games. Seeing who you fancied. And boy, oh boy, who's this kid in midfield? Because he was so exactly what I wanted. He wanted, and and I realised he was on loan. So, luckily for me, Matt Williams, who was already at the club, did, did four jobs. Matt, um, scouting wasn't one of them, but he was, you know, he had a contact. It just, just so we we bought him. for me there, Ollie, because it's important for my. When you first go into a club like that, what's the first thing you actually do? Is it right? Who do I want? Yeah. Is that your first thing? Who do I don't want? I suppose that's an odd one as well, isn't it? Yeah, mate. I got once I'd watched all those games. Yeah, I knew I'd been working at home for a year. Yeah, working on a new. I realised that I was scared to lose. I was managing scared to lose rather than trying to win. Yeah. So I didn't have a game plan going forward. I was working on me back two lines being of back. Structured, being yeah, set. absolutely. So mental. That was all I was judging my lads on. So. My best mate Gary Penroy said, "Why don't you go and watch Swansea? And come, you're an artistic fellow. Why don't you make a an attacking plan for your team?" For you, right? And I did. It took me a year to do it. So I went to Spain, watched the national team play, um, watched their practices, watched them train. Went to Alefica, Madrid. Yeah. I went to Real Madrid. Looked around their training ground. Made a plan at home, mate. So did you I, see a difference? Were they very attacking? Were they different? No, no, they they never they never changed what they did in every single practice. They brought the pitch in the, a lot smaller. They played it against themselves, sometimes without goalies, sometimes with goalies, but they did the same thing all the time, and they kept trying to move it from here to there and the pass, and they overloaded certain areas. So I found their practice to be perfect. So I went away and wrote down what I wanted to do, and how I would do it my own way because I didn't see every bit of their training so I came up with any time any one of my players had it I knew where I wanted all the rest of the team to be yeah move him another 20 yards up the pitch yeah and I knew where I wanted the rest of my team to be and I knew what I so when I and I moved the ball from him to the next person and I gave the ball to everybody and I knew where I wanted everybody so I had this pattern that I wanted them to do and I gave them some a lot of overload stuff what you're yeah, talking it about it was all it? total overload can we get in get it to one side of the pitch can and we get in room. if yeah. not we come back out and go the other side right okay so and i made it so simple See, that, yeah, that's cool. and in every single minute of every single day we practiced that relentlessly so much so when it was snowing it was ice we went on the beach and they went oh we're still not going to do pattern yes we are and I, <laughs> really I, I was walking up the line <laughs> like this mate on the beach making Doing the, the lines yeah. yeah yeah it it was so i gave them the habits but they did it. Do you understand yeah, what I mean? It's a, it's a huge thing. I created a habit, but they together did it. And it was a joy to see it grow and 
Yeah. We had rocks, of course we did, but... Who, who, name me some characters in your team. Who were big for you back then? Who, who sort oh, of good God. There was all, uh, Alex them? Baptiste, uh, could play right-back or centre-back. Ian Ever, who's now a manager himself. Left-sided centre-back. Right-footed, left-sided. Big, big, tall bloke, lovely yeah, on the ball. Away, yeah. Stephen Craney, who went to Leeds, who, yeah. who, it didn't go well for him there. Um, Alex Baptiste played right centre-back, uh, who was uh, Neil Erdley. I yeah. bought straight away. We bought him from Oldham to play right back. Keith Southern, centre midfielder. David Vaughan, left-footed midfield player, Welsh international. Then we got Charlie. I had to buy Charlie. Uh, DJ Campbell up the middle. Yeah. Brett Olmerod on one side. Gary Brett Taylor Olm Fletcher on the Brett other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, someone you might have played with, Ben, ben Burgess up front. Did yeah. you ever play with Big Ben? Yeah. We had uh, so many choices. It, it was quite unbelievable I remember now. you know yeah and what i managed to do was realize what i wanted and i overloaded i could change both my wide men right i brought in uh luke varney yeah right ex-crew and what we would do so many of them could win a header we could hit that long diagonal yeah right and at first we it was all going at awol assistant manager steve thompson said to me Ollie, are you sure they could do this? I yeah. went, if they can't, I'm going to get rid of them because we're going to do this. And yeah. I, I never swerved off of that. This is what we're doing, right? And all I said to the lads is, I believe the best players in the world, were they born the best or have they been practised into being the best? Second, practice yeah. being into the best. That's my whole point. So I said, I'm going to try and give you practices That's that I've seen them do and I want you to do. So if someone's going to go up, why can't it be us? Yeah. Right? And the beautiful thing about it was they weren't paid very well. I wasn't paid very well. But we had good bonuses if we were successful. Good so I would remind all of us, look, all right. Would you bring right that up frequent to them? It's all right moaning now, but we could earn that. Let's focus on that, shall we? Right, give, them so, some, give them a goal. Absolutely, and sometimes I would write it on the board. Would you really? Yeah, the figure was five million. I was going to say, could you give us a glimpse of the figure? Was yeah. that pro rata? Well, that, that worked pro rata, yeah. So what I'm saying, the ones who played the whole season, they managed to double their money, but their money would only be probably a championship, yeah. not even the top championship side. Yeah. No one got promoted on less than 16 million before we did it, and we did it on 10 million. That was with the wow. five million bonus. Wow. So we did it with five, five 16, mil uh, six million less than anybody else. But the lads knew that because we were all misfits. Yeah, I remember. We were a group <laughs> of misfits who, in the end, managed to just do it. And, and I've got to be honest, every single person and every single player really was part of that because the crowd had a little song, Jim. Cool. Right? This is the best trip. We've ever been, been on. on. Da, da, yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. No matter what the <laughs> score was, mate. There was a. I looked round one time. They're singing the song. We're two 0 down. I'm thinking, are they mad or what? They ain't even moaning anymore. But the lads responded. We come back one three two, because it, the pressure was on everybody else, not us. Mm. And that's a nice place to be. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know? How long was you there for? Uh, three years. Right. Okay. We missed out on going up again, didn't we? We we, we got relegated. That's right. Yeah, with thirty nine. And then points. the time in the prem was, was tough. 
So, well, that was excellent in the story. But you loved it. We was buzzing in the story. Yeah, yeah. Did you see yourself have a little pick yeah, up? Yeah, we, we went to halfway through the season, 28 points, 23 games. And in second half season, we didn't sell Charlie. Charlie wanted to go to Liverpool and we ended up only getting 11 points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But listen, I because we'd started so well, every, I, didn't, I didn't feel any pressure. Mm. So, and we didn't drop into the final in the last three until two games away from the end of the season. So right, it okay. was a bit of a nightmare. Really. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. And then the following year, we lost Charlie, David Vaughan and DJ. They all yeah. went. The Vultures got them. And then I had... Did you find it hard keeping, as you call them, the Vultures away? Was that no, sad? no, no. You, I knew I couldn't because I wanted them to, to step on. But well, yeah. what was beautiful for me... Weren't I had a little bit in you, though? Weren't a little bit in you? What you've made there... That's another hard one, isn't it? Club like that, you are going to get the vultures come along, and you've you've made that yourself, right? Is that hard to take? They come along, and all of a sudden you've got them disappearing. And all right, they're going on, they're going on to progress their career. But what about Ian Holloway? Yeah, it did, I didn't feel like that. I felt I helped them on that stepping stone, you know. But what what was it? It was about. I said to our lads, you know, was it them, or was it what we were doing? Let's see if we can. Not use that as excuses if we can attract someone yeah, else. Yeah. So, again, positive thinker, ain't you? Well, I, I had to be, yeah. yeah. But the, the beautiful thing was that the end, start of that season, I get a phone call from Kevin Phillips's agent asking if he could play for me. Right. I, I get Tom, Tom uh, Paul Ince ring me up and say, Could you take my oh, son yeah. under your wing? Oh, you know, like, wow, what an yeah. honour that is. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Barry it. Ferguson wanted to play for me. Yeah. How about that? Because yeah. we played Birmingham City and Stephen Craney made a mistake. He passed it across to right? And yeah. I shouted out. They, he passed it straight to someone who scored. I went, no, don't worry. Unlucky, Steve, come on. Because I wanted them to make mistakes and I wanted them to learn from that. So, and they couldn't believe it. That, so they spoke to Stephen Craney after. And, and when our big ones went, I got them on free transfers. Kevin Phillips and Barry Ferguson. And my team went, when they walked in the door, it was like, wow. Cool and we lost to West Ham in the final, didn't we? That's we right. actually got to Wembley yeah. again and lost in the final. Big Sam got them up. Yeah. Still speak to any of them managers, them characters. Yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. We, I can't say we all get on. We don't, but no, course, you know, yeah. we, we know major respect to each other. Absolutely. Cause you, you've, you've worn them shoes, haven't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Manager's no, boots. That is class. Right, mate, come on. I want to get you to chuck this out. Oh. Tell you what, Ollie. Tell you what, son. Tighten that up there. That's not too tight, not too tight, not too tight. Just don't want to move it from there. That ain't bad for you. Done that before? You winding me up? No. He weren't bad, was it? Hey? He weren't bad, the boy. <laughs> so what about you, Jim? Your dad was a big influence? Go on. Me and my career, and I'm your... huge. I've always said, mate, I... I wouldn't have achieved half what I achieved if it wasn't my dad. My dad was very men mentally very strong. Yeah. Never seen my dad wake up with the arm. Never seen him unhappy really. Yeah. Seen him disappointed with me and stuff, but I've never seen him. Never seen him wake up in the morning grumpy. Yeah. And I worked with my dad four years as a decorator. And he's always game. Yeah. I come on. Here we go. we go. You know, he's always one of them. He's never, mm. never moping around indoors feeling sorry, even when the chips were down, you know. He, he had a family to look after us 
when I was a kid. I never, ever, ever see him mope. Yeah. It was always, come, you can do this. Always believed that I was going to be a professional football player. More than me at times. Yeah. Scary. I remember, like, when I was 14, 15 growing up. You know, you lose... I was only a slight kid. Yeah. So I was 14, 15. I was playing... I was coming into the senior game at 16, if you want, and then... I was very slight. I'm talking very slight. Mm. A lot. I'd get brushed off a lot. And he'd be, stay with me. He'd always fill me with positive attitude after the game. He'd never, he's never wanted to dig me out. Yeah. But he knew how to manage me. He yeah. was managing me at that time. I didn't know. He was always, no. And he pushed and pushed and sometimes pushed too hard. Yeah. At times it was like, Dad, I don't want to train today. He'd make me train. He'd have this thing. He'd, he'd drive in a gold Granada, right? He had this big gold Granada. Yeah, lovely. And he'd be like, he'd have John Holt playing in the front. <laughs> he's like, when I press me on, run. It's proper old school, <laughs> like. And when I press it again, stop running. <laughs> I'd be running. <laughs> <laughs> he'd have me doing it for 40 minutes every night. And that's where my fitness come from. Yeah. Like, I was super fit. Yeah. I, I, I'd say I was probably the fittest foot player I've ever come across. I'm not talking about strength in the gym. Yeah. But running, running yeah. kilometre-wise, I was like Forrest Gump. Yeah. I was a machine. I was honest, and it was, it was, it. That's because of all back then. Yeah. I thought everyone, when I first reached the pro game, and now I'm going off on a bit of a tangent. When I first reached the pro game, I thought everyone had to be as fit as me. I didn't see it as an attribute. Yeah. I thought, well, he's a pro. He's gonna be fit. They weren't all as fit as me. I'd do a beat test. We you know Paul Jill. Yeah. Ask him what I was like in a beat test. I'd finish it. I'd run backwards, and they're all, they're all sitting there. I'd be running backwards, still yeah. doing it. Yeah. And he, he'd go, well, you ain't reached the line. I'd run 10 yards past the line. I was like, no, I ain't. I'd, I'd run forever, yeah. ever in a day. But that was my dad. Yeah. Very strong. Never seen me play a bad game. He'd never end that in me. He'd always go, I said, oh, I didn't play well there. Yeah, you hit a few bad passes, but what about that one? Right. And then he'd prick me ears again. Then yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. He'd always, very positive thinker, even now. We've got a pub together. There's a lot of negative stuff happening in the world. Yeah. Turn it into a positive. Let's go and do the backup. Let's go and put an awning on the back. So when it's open, got more. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but all so strong. Yeah. I've never met anyone so strong. And then I had my mum's side who was like, remember where you are, son. <laughs> Always remember driving into um, football grounds, like Liverpool, Anfield, right? And I remember looking around on the coast. They all had headphones on, half of them. Yeah. My mum was like, you soak it in because this could be your last time you ever go to a ground like that. This, she really realised what I achieved, and she made me soak it in. Yeah. Really soak it in. Yeah, what great advice that is, isn't it? Unbelievable. Mm. And it's, I soaked it in so much that I still remember them very, viv yeah. very clearly. Yeah. Not vividly, like very clearly. But my mum was so... My mum and dad only achieved what... Everyone says, ah, oh, who's great technically, you... My head was my strongest point. Yeah. Everyone see me as a loose cannon. Everyone see me as a joker. But as you said, I learnt early in my career that joker come from that as a cloak. Yeah. Yeah. Weren't me really. No. Weren't me really. I learnt to. If I didn't hit a pass, I turn it into a joke. I grab the ref. Ah. I'd sort of cloak it up. Yeah. Weren't really me. I was a tryout. I'm giving everything under that cloak. Everyone thinks I'm enjoying it. Ah, oh, it don't bother you. I'll bang it. It does. Yeah. But I'm not giving you that. No, you're not. I'm that. not. Do you get what I mean? So yeah. there was a little bit of a mask behind that. And then also I knew that it... I 
just watching that. I don't know whether it's the wind or whether that's banjo around. I'm gagging for a bite now, Ollie. <laughs> but yeah, also, I learnt as well playing on what side of the spectrum. As a kid, I played very aggressive and almost to a point where I was Wayne Rooney. Yeah. Wanted to fight, wanted to, yeah. weren't going my way. I'd tantrum I'd, like a big kid. And then slowly, slowly, I learnt that as hindering my game. Yeah. And I started to chill out and I started to become the joker, if you want. Yeah. Yeah, and that helped my game. That helped me. Do you get what I mean? That yeah, helped, no, helped no, me. It sort of I took on this sort of role, if you want, and then it sort of started creeping into the changing room. Oh, let's see if I can take this one step further. And then yeah. pranks. And then, before you know it, you're this character in the changing room that you're the life and soul of the changing room, if you want. That's what yeah. I was known for. That's an, and who don't like to be liked? And who don't like to be laughed at? Oh, he's funny. Who don't like that? Yeah, I loved it. I sort of took it on and then the more change rooms I'd go into, the more risky I'd get yeah. and the braver I got and the higher up I got, the braver I'd get. And that's how my sort of career panned out, really. That's yeah, but that's, I think that's what's missing now, mate. Do you know what I mean? A lot of it is, but, but to answer your question, I, I had players back then, I remember Leighton Baines come up to me and he went, would you do my press for me? A lot of players back then used to dive away at press. Yeah. But I used to see it as, I can get closer to the fan. I can get closer. I wanted them singing my name on the terraces. I yeah. wanted them, when I took a corner, to really build a rapport. I used to go over to the fans and sort of, away at Leeds, give it to them. I used to love it. <laughs> and they'd all be coming down, I'd go, like that, and yeah. give it to them. But that was, I used to love that. And I used to think, if I do some press, if I do interviews, if I give them Jimmy, what they don't know that gets me closer to them yeah do you get what I mean and yeah. that's what I I didn't just see it as overall football winning 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 I see it as entertainment I see the whole picture I used to see the whole picture yeah and I used to love that I used to absolutely love going into the ground as I said to you before we put the cameras on Saturdays were my big yeah the smell of the train the yeah. smell of the ground like <laughs> we talk about the visual yeah. the smell of the thing yeah. When you go in, hot dog vans, the, the people, the atmosphere, the electric, the, the electricity, the music in the change room, the everything, that, that, like them bits, them little things that I missed, that's what I missed. It's like unbelievable, yeah. it's a dream, it's like, and then you're doing it at the highest level yeah. in the Premier the League, thing. and it is like, that, high, that buzz of pulling into, and I keep going on about it, I, I talk about it a lot on here, that buzz pulling into a big stadium where you see as a kid, and by the way, I'm still a fan now, still can't believe what I've done. Mm. Playing against Stevie Gerrard at Anfield. Yeah. <laughs> I know I've turned into this joker that I'm not really am. Yeah. I've cloaked up. Now you're in it. Now you're in it. But isn't that amazing? Yeah, and really, your mind can really take you places that you wouldn't feel if you let it and you really believe in it because there are times that I really I stood on that pitch I thought I'm the best player here and I actually believed I was Did even it? though I wasn't yeah my mind my dad soaked it into yeah, me and thought yeah. I had the opposite of that did you I had a fear of not being good enough and so just running and tackling you know so, so I, I, I had the, I had the opposite of right. that I would be in there, start the game thinking, don't let yourself down here, don't. So you was very tentative. I would, yeah. So I would, be, I had the nervous side of that, the opposite. You know, your technique, I didn't have. Right. Right. So you could always go back on that and you run. I had the running, 
right? Absolutely all day long. And yeah. I knew that was my game, but I ended up having to be the other side of it, the pressing. Yeah. The reading of the but pressing. But isn't that okay? Isn't that one side of the game though, the way you can turn it into a positive? That's what you done. Yeah, but I didn't have that mindset that you had. Okay. And I felt you would have found it easier than I did. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't until I'd done it, and then, you know, the, the, all the things I try and say to young'uns now is, what comes first? Believing you could do it or doing it. It's got to be believing. Yes, but I also believe once you've done it, it that's a good question. Yeah, like, do you that's see what a, I mean? Now, that's a great question, because let me take you back to my dad. My dad had more belief in me at times. Yeah. But I'd honestly say, my dad could only give me so much, Ollie. Yeah. When I was, you know what, a, what a lonely place football is at times. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah. as a manager. God, blimey. On a player out on that pitch, I remember Peterborough Football Club. I remember the game. I remember the moment. Coventry yeah. at home. And he gave me so much belief, but there always becomes a moment where you have to prove to yourself. Yeah. It's no good. I can't rest on my dad. Yeah. Thirty years of age, I can't do it. And that moment come at Coventry, and I always remember. I come in at half-time and Barry Fry was losing interest. He was losing his patience with me. And you know when you talk yourself in the mirror, this actually happened. Commentary away, I walked in, right wing, the crowd are on me. What have we bought in for, West Ham? You hear the odd echo, and I'm going down. And at Pete, uh, West Ham, I lost a lot of my confidence. And I thought, right, this is it. This is, this is it. I honestly believe that was the change... Yeah. The day yeah. I stood up to myself and proved to myself, because my career from that day, and it's weird how it was that day, went like that. Yeah. It went like that. All right, I finally did a peak and it went like that. Yeah. But from there, I didn't have none of that. It went like that. And that was the moment I proved to myself I could do it. And it was one game. It was, whistle went. I said to Barry Fry, big character. You've got to remember, yeah, I was 21. Yeah. Yeah. I said, Barry, put me in the centre midfield. I'm not a right winger. He went, what do you mean? He said, you bought me. You want me on the ball, put me in centre midfield. He's done it. He went, go on in. Because I believe it was his last. Yeah. He, I could feel he was yeah, losing yeah. confidence in me. You know when a yeah. manager loses confidence in a player? I can feel it. I'm not yeah. silly. I'm, I know you are. Put me in there. I, mean, I played the game of my life. Yeah. Oh, my dad was in the stand. My mum was in the stand. Very rarely. First ball, whistle come with it. 40 yard radar. Like, yeah. Ears prick. I get goosebumps yeah. talking about yeah. it. Get in the ball. And I'm dictating it. And I knew. I knew. I proved to myself. Yeah. I knew I had it. Penalties, come look it up. Anyone watching this, look it up. It'd be good for you <laughs> kids to listen to this. Penalties have come. It's all, I'm just, what am I, 21, 22? I ain't done a lot in the game. As Captain Andy Edwards. We've got Simon Rowe. We've got a lot of experience in that team. Peter Brawlbeer only in the first division. Penalties come against Coventry. Who's first put their hand up? He goes, who wants it? I went, yep, Baz, I'll have that. He's like, and I see in his eyes, he looks at me and he goes, you're a dude, isn't yeah. he? I knew. I grabbed yeah. him in that moment. It took 45 minutes to grab him, but I took it. Yeah. But people don't see that. You know, no. I felt it and I see it. So that's one I always sort of rest me out and I always say, I proved to myself that moment. Don't get me wrong, I had to do, I had to do better things. To, you know, that wasn't the only thing you have to do and prove to yourself. But that was one moment where I thought, oh, I've got to grab this opportunity. I didn't get that until I was 29. Did you not? No, Jerry Francis went from Bristol Rovers to QPR. Right. And I was out of contract. He took me with him. I thought my dad used to rock in my chair, watching Match of the Day, thinking I could do that, I want to do that. You know what I mean? So, so in but the you end, understand, you had a moment like that. Yeah, absolutely. I get there. He said, have a look at this. 
do you think I, I want you to rub off on this lot? So I'll never forget it. The first, my first day there, Ray Wilkins made me feel like I've been there all my life. Really? You know, absolutely. Welcome, son. How are you? I heard a lot about you. I'm like, you couldn't have done it. We're at Bristol Rovers. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, it's, it's about you feeling that moment, isn't it? And absolutely. Being Clop- part of that team. Klopp and Pep, Klopp and Pep sound like Peppa Pig, Klopp and Pep, they talk about feelings a lot. I don't think managers talk about feelings as much, you know, really understanding feelings, what the players are feeling on the pitch, because the chips can be down, and by the way, you've got 15 or 20 of them there. Yeah, yeah. And they talk about, Klopp, I watch a lot of his interviews, and he he tries to understand the feelings, what they're going through, and I think that's a big thing in managers. If If I was ever going to manage... Knowing what I know now, knowing what I was like, knowing what players players were like. Players are very they're deep thinkers, a lot of them. Yeah. But they don't. They wouldn't tell you everything. No, they don't want you to know that. No. Do you get what I'm saying? No, no. It, and I was in amongst it. I know exactly what you mean. And I, I, I think these managers now, I think the way the game's changed, you know, I think they're really into really understanding the person. Mm. You know, Pep, Pep, I'm a big Pep fan. First thing I asked him, like, what's the first thing you look in? When you when you buy a player, he goes to the person. Mm. On the pitch, I know he can do, but it's about him. Yeah. It's about what else does he bring? What's his life like? What's he? What's his? What's his? You know, what's his ambition? What does he really want? What? How am I going to make him? When the chips are down, how am I going to get the best out of him? You're only mm. really going to know that when you know the person, aren't you? Yeah. You know, is it family life? Is it money? Is it trophies? Is it? Does, does he like to be just around people? You know, all these come into it, and I believe these boys, as much as they're good football managers, I think they're very, very clever people, and that's why I think they get the very best out of the players. Fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I think for me, I, I, I find it fascinating. You got any um, stories about, you know, where did you used to take the boys away pre-season? Oh, you must Christ, have some yeah, blinders yeah. for me. Um, I nearly got a sack one pre-season. We were 2 nil down against Coventry, yeah. <laughs> Where in, was you? In a tournament. Ibiza. The worst trip we've ever <laughs> been on, mate. We went to Ibiza. <laughs> Only because it was free, right? We get over there and we, we chairman, little Italian. Hang on, where was you? Where was you? What, what club? Uh, QPR. Right. Birch tells it, tells it brilliantly. Oh, Birch. I nearly get in the sack, right? And the match is abandoned because <laughs> our fans are fighting. We're 2 nil down with Coventry. And I had to get on the mic. Calm down a lot of you, we're going to be... <laughs> sort of, no, you're up. representing our club and what you're doing, you idiots and all that shit. Anyway, we come back out, we win 3-2. The Italian... <laughs> you should have seen the cup, mate. It's worth about tuppence, ain't it? He's actually dancing on the pitch with it. You know, he told his other Italian mafia mates, oh, we might be all right, we're going to win here. I nearly got the sack then. Really? God. Oh, classic. Gianni Palladini, mate. Oh, he was nuts, him, weren't he? The best story was Bristol Rovers, I mean, we're, as a player, we're, <laughs> our coach breaks down look, I'm at the hotel. Fucking breaks down, right? Liverpool pull in. The Liverpool with Kenny Dalglish playing and all that. So, all right then. Our fucking coach driver asked them for a jump start, right? And the bloke went, fuck off. <laughs> so anyway, we, we have our meal. They're still having theirs. We come out. we got to get dressed on the coach because we can't get the coach going. We order taxis. Two of us have punctures. We turn up at Hull. Right? <laughs> fucking hole. We're 2 0 down after 10 minutes. We draw two all. It was a fucking. We turn up at 10 to 3. No. Into, on my life in taxis. I have never seen anything fucking like it. So, what was the jungle like then, kid? 
You'd have ate that. You <laughs> <laughs> had no weight on you to fucking lose no, me. Mate, you I'm telling you, I lost a stone, mate. What? I was dying. <laughs> Do you realise how hard that is? We've never had to starve in my life, have you? No, no, I haven't. You can't eat. You're eating. You're eating that much rice. You try that. <laughs> you're eating that much rice, right? And I'm not joking. A day with like, if you win a task, and our group was shit, so we won <laughs> fuck all. And that's why I got the up and started ruining people. Yeah. <laughs> Just fuck off. Can't you do anything properly? We need some food. We're all going to die. <laughs> with a little bit of meat. Oh, it was coming off me. It was a joke. Come on, let's get this out. I want you to lob this over there, right by that tree. All right? oh, I know it's I an hard one. I can't do that. You've got to do, do that. Do you want me to do yeah, it? Yeah, because we'll be in fucking trouble. <laughs> Where else did you take the boy? You got any stories for me, Ollie? Come, give me we some. Used to, in the end, mate, all I had was good ones because we, we used to go to this place in uh, Portugal. Um, it was absolutely magnificent. It was, Algarve. Um, it was owned by this German. Kit de Lago, Val de Lobo. Um, yeah, it was there, it but it, oh, what's it? I can't remember the fucking name. <sighs> it was magnificent, mate. Four, four times I went there. I never wanted to go anywhere else. It had four, four pitches. Oh, they, I know where it is, Valdelobo. Yeah, That's where I'll go on holiday. And there's a great big hill, and oh, you, can take the, you can murder them up the yeah, hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what I used to do. Just murder them. And in the boys... And what what was you like? Was you like... I was Did like, you let the boys have a night out? Yeah. Or did you blind eye it? How did you play it? No, no. I, as long as they behaved themselves, I was yeah. all right, you know, but... Um, Here, he's back again, look. A little centre forward. <laughs> yeah, go we, on. Uh, I think that's all part of it, isn't it? You know, well, not being yeah. funny. You you need right now because this COVID's killing everything. Because and I don't mean just people; it, it's killing the spirit. You how can you build a spirit with a, a new group? You can't do anything together, Jim. No, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. the whole point of things. You know, I've done all sorts of stuff with them. You know, we went on. What's the maddest thing you done? Ar army camp. That was the um, maddest thing. Oh my God! <laughs> fucking army. <laughs> Did you down in Plymouth, jumping off the fucking front? <laughs> oh, seriously. With QPR, it was like, is this bloke mad or what? It, he was mad, <laughs> mate, and they, he was sadistic. We got on this run, and he I could run. <laughs> he was in the statistics. He was just mad, mate. It was unbelievable, right? We had to go up and down, up and down the, the fortifications, yeah. and they were huge. You had to get up there and run on, and then we're. They're hard as nails out there. He you was that, just trying to lose us, right? And our lad said, Ollie, stay with him, mate. Stay with him. So, yeah, I was always at the front, mate. Me cross country. Was I was, really? Oh, yeah. I could Machine. Run, I could run for him. The only one who ever beat me was. Um, uh, what, well, England? This weren't when you was the, managing? No, 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 no. I was no. going to say. No, I was playing you? at QPR. Right? Oh, right, okay. But in the end, me? Kenny Jackett said to me, you got to stop running against the lads because I could beat Apple. I could run like hell, mate, honestly. Really? Yeah, I could run like hell. Not anymore. Yeah. Because when you've run enough, you don't need to run anymore. Do you get what I mean? And everything hurts now. Insane. I oh, used to be six foot four, I'm like five foot nothing now. I've just run my legs off. <laughs> just worn them down. <laughs> yeah, on yeah. stumps. Worn <laughs> <laughs> your feet. My stumps are bleeding. Yeah. Right, that That's what I miss, I think. And I, you know, when you put your try and put your finger on your life and you know we've had we've never really grown up jim have we that's why now you said that earlier i really do feel it. yeah i really do feel privileged because whoever you're with or whoever you're playing for and i know supporters don't ever have to change their colors do they no. we do in football because you might not be wanted by that Absolutely. team you know so that, that was the hard thing for me bristol rovers my team 
right? I'm a Bristol boy. Yeah. They told me the truth. Happy days. And that's always going to be my team. I, and I hated my mates who actually liked Arsenal or Chelsea or, you know what I mean? Really, like, yeah, How yeah. can you like that? your roots, is no, it? No, that ain't right, is it? <laughs> you can't be a Man United <laughs> no, I've got them from London. Yeah, you Cockney, more Cockney than me, it's Sports United. I'm not like, come on, get on? a grit, you so funny. Funny. You know, with us, we've had, we had to learn how to like another club and that, that ain't easy, is it? No. But, Do you know what I wished? I wished I played with you. I would have loved to have played with Mate, you. Mate, I, I, I got to be honest. Honestly, I'd have loved to have played with you. You would have been, in my midfield three, you would have been absolutely phenomenal. I'll, the freedom you would you have had. You wouldn't like me dropping in and getting it off the keeper, though, would yeah, you? Yeah, I would, yeah. Yeah, because you, you had to be able to go in between the two centre-halves to outnumber them when it goes certain areas, you know? Yeah. And all that drifting to one side when your full-back goes on, yeah, that'd be perfect oh, yeah. for you now, wouldn't yeah. it? I'd have loved to have played with you. I just know I would have. Even when I look back, I just I know I would have. See, Paul George, one of my, I'd love him, mate. I, I, I knew you, you were quite tight, you talked to him yeah, quite a lot, wouldn't yeah. you? Because he, he used to mention you quite a bit. Because when I was in the, Wigan was in the Championship, you were there, mm. you know. I think you went up before us, but I knew he had a connection with you, that's why I brought him well, up. Well, we met at, uh, you've got a story with, Go we, we met at, uh, got friends at a coaching course. Yeah. And, I gotta be honest, like that ain't me. I'm not an academic, mate. I'm not. I don't like reading. I'm not very good at any of it, really. So, anyway, we're there and we've gone through the day. Don't know each other, and uh, somebody starts getting chopsy in the bar, right? So, um, I thought just that, a random. Yeah, yeah. No, one of one of our lot. I don't really oh, want to say oh, the name. Oh right, it? I got you. Right, okay, yeah, okay. But I didn't like it, right? And I thought. That's out of order, that. You know, he's shouting at the barmaid, you know. And oh, that so it was one of them. So I was going to say something. And then Jordy went, oh, you, why don't you shut up, right? And I looked at him and went, well, Paul, all right, steady, mate. You leave him. Like He went, no, 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 I'm not having that. So he gets up. He goes, oi. And I won't say his name, but oi, yeah. shut your face. Let's you know? call him Terry. Yeah. Oi, Terry, <laughs> leave it out. That's rude, you know. So he turns around on Julie, goes, you know what I mean? Gives oh, him a, gives it, him the old. Does he have his all back? Yeah, yeah. Next, you know, <laughs> Julie's all over the floor with him. He's wrestling him <laughs> onto the floor, <laughs> and I'm trying to pull him off. He's like a bear. I can oh, get him off, man. Do you know how strong, strong he is? <laughs> and I'm like, I've got a story with you. Aren't no, I seriously, I'm going. Paul, Paul, leave him, leave him. Look, uh, there's three or four of us. We can get him off him. He's really? like super gloomy. <laughs> <laughs> was this during the coaching course? It was, yeah, coaching the bar course. Bar after. Bar after oh, we've eaten. Classic. And it's like, this this shouldn't happen. There's chair, tables and chairs gone everywhere. But and if it weren't him, it might have been you. No, I, I was going to say something, but his reaction was, again, bang out of order. Do you know what I mean? You, yeah. you know the ones who can't yeah, really handle their bevy. But do you know what? It was nice to see. So me and him after that. Clicked. Oh, bear. Cool, can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I, mate, I got full full wind of his strength. Yeah. What was it? Chelsea away. You know, he, he, put, he always put the team out Fridays, right? Yeah. I think I'm on the bench here. Chelsea away. Yeah. I'm on the bench. You know, 27 <laughs> year old, I did. Not going to door. Hey, Gaffer, am I playing tomorrow? No. Done the team. Uh, Nah, not having it, you know me. Slung the chair back, done this is bullshit like that. <laughs> we talk about it now, he's absolutely <coughs> sweet. This is why I love the man, right? Slung the chair back, but as I walk out the door, the door opens like inwards. 
So I've got the door like that, and um, Billy's scout was in the other room. I've gone to walk out, he's jumped over, Paul Joel. He's jumped, who do you think you're talking? Squashed the head on my door. All I can see is Bill, I'm like, Bill, help me! Help me! <laughs> he's like, get back in here. I've gone, I've chucked one at you him. you thrown one? Yeah, I've chucked <laughs> one, I've chucked one. He's gone, what are you doing, you little mate? Wallop up the wall. I'm like, Bill, Bill! I'm telling you now. <coughs> How strong is he? Seriously. He's like a bear. Seriously. I went, no, no, I'll be on the bench. I'll go on the bench. I'll go on the bench. <laughs> I've run out of the bloody office. Mate. And he, do you know what? This is what I'm talking about. Only me and him ever knew about that. Yeah. The players on. didn't. Players didn't say, wait, I didn't say nothing. I only yeah. told the old man, the old yeah. man. He went, I'm getting you. <laughs> but I phoned my dad, I said, I was in the car park. I was half teary. I said, Dad, I've had a tear up with a gaffer. He's gone, no, you're strength, son. Get in your lane. He's an old scarcer. He'll knock you out. <laughs> That's what he said. I was like, yeah, 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 I know, I know. I know. But do you know what? He said, what a lovely bloke he is. He, as I said, press, didn't even sniff it, right? Yeah. Me and him. That was it. Bill, he had him. He said, don't you say nothing. Yeah. Next game, Chelsea, give me a 20-minute run-up with like that. Start me next game. We, nothing. He went, honestly, you know, all this press now, that would have been out now, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah no, no, but he, I mean? he would have liked the fact that you you had that about you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the whole thing is, yeah, yeah, there's got to be respect, but if you don't get picked and you're happy, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. That You don't want players like that. No. But what you don't want, you, you need, sometimes you need to put them in their place, you know? Absolutely. I borrowed no, no, he's, he's, Barry Bannon, right? Go on. And I love little Baz, brilliant player. Got Good him from player. Aston Villa. But Charlie was playing out of his skin. Keith Sovereign was playing out of his skin. And David Vaughan was even, yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. three of them. And I went, what do you want me to do, mate? Yeah. I said, you telling me that you're better than them right now? Because you ain't. I think you might be one day, but yeah. you ain't now. So do me a favour. Shut up, sit on the bench. Yeah, yeah but you brought me here. I said, you brought, they're playing that well because they could see how good you are. <laughs> and if one of them gets injured, I'll put you You're in a guarantee. Right. And if you keep playing like I That'd believe be you them. can, he won't yeah. come back in. But I'm not going to change him, am I? Come on. Bloody sit God. down in my chair. And he sits down. And I said, no. So you're going to change? Are you going to change the team? Are you or what? He went, uh, no. I went, well, there you are then. Get out. <laughs> so he <laughs> goes out. He goes out. Yeah, And we, we at the end, he was happy on the bench in the final. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In the final. But we'd have never done it, Jim, with the game changed so much because we got Neil Erdley, who was injured, right? Yeah. He got injured and I borrowed, three days before the end of the window, I borrowed Seamus Coleman on loan. And he hadn't played for Everton yet. They don't, right, do you know okay, what I mean? Oh kid, my yeah. God, he'd come in. Unbelievable. Was he quality back then? Oh, um, uh, unbelievable. He's had an amazing career, hasn't he? He's done Absolutely well. different class. Yeah. We ain't got a sniff here, have we? No, Ollie. I think they're all it frozen at the good. bottom. It don't look good. And how long does it take all that stuff to come out? A couple of minutes. It'd stay there because the water isn't moving. It'd be, yeah, it'd be there in a it. morsel. Yeah, it's just like whether something drifts over it. But as I say, you know, if I wasn't having this chat with you, it's difficult during the chat, but this time of year I'd be having more chucks, do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I'd have... Two minutes in, and I'll be chucking over there. Like. Go, drag it in and do another cut order. That's what I'm saying, basically. It'd be good if we caught one, innit? Yeah. I don't even believe there's any in there, to be honest. No, there is, Ollie, honestly, this place, if you fell in in the summer, you wouldn't get wet. Yeah. It's solid with fish. <laughs> innit? <laughs> there's that many <laughs> fish. 
<laughs> you like that one? I did. <laughs> well, it tickled me. It tickled me, that one. <laughs> Try it. Look, well, it. Yeah. <laughs> I sold the dream as well earlier. We caught one here. I can't have Ollie not. The legend. We not don't, we don't, well, we don't want a, a duck, do we? You know what I mean? Give it two more minutes. Are you alright with it? Two yeah, more yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see you catch one, Jim. Two more minutes, then we're going to have another chuck, leave it in for ten more minutes, and if we don't catch nothing from there, we're going home. Golden duck. Yeah. Zilcho. Yeah, that can't be that, uh, that I'm not happy with that. I need. We need to catch some at me. Come on. Well, Lee, I'm not standing here to No, but you've got to show me how you, you're this brilliant angler and what the fuck's going on in a minute, Jim. <laughs> you're right. Come on. I'm going to wrap it a level, all right? I'm going to be active. I'm not going to sit there moping around. What we can't have is these damn carp taking the piss. <sighs> no, I'm going to Sometimes See, they can just be bored. If, you're, if you were one of them now, where are you going to be, Jim? This is the whole point. You know what? It's where weird you? how you just said that. Where right? are you? I was just going to say, right, you're thinking like a top-class angler now. Mr. Holloway. I, yeah, but Sometimes, I can't honestly see where I would go now. It's right, this is what strange. I was just going to say, yeah. It is, it, it's a shame it isn't summer because it's a little bit easier to catch them, right? But yeah. that's gone. Sometimes they can just ball up in the widest part in the middle of the lake, away from all the bankside disturbance. The other thing I'm thinking is, there's a cameraman stood over there. Yeah, so There's a cameraman stood over there, so walking up and down there, they could scare them. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, so they might be So right I'm over thinking, there. middle of. You see that bit of. See that yeah, little yeah, thing? Yeah, I saw there? that there. Do you see yeah. that? You're going to hit that now. I'm going to hit that. That's what I'm going with. Oh, you have as well. What did you like that? Right in the top bin, mate. <laughs> top bracket. Oh, got one! <laughs> I think you hit him just on the head there. That, that was, was unbelievable. Do you know what? That was, that's like the bullseye. You've just gone wallop. This is the first time you ain't caught anything. And I'm along. I think I scared him. Oh, like, nah, you haven't, mate. It's, as I said, before we started, mate, it can sometimes be like this. And this is, let's have it right. It's frost on the ground. Yeah. It is as cold as it Snow, has yeah. been. We've it had is. minus six two days before. And it was always going to be a tough task. But look, I'm going to finally wrap it up there, mate. You've been an absolute pleasure. Absolutely. I thoroughly enjoyed it, mate. Thanks, I'd love man. to come and give you a big hug, but we can't. We can't do that. Um, thanks for coming. I promise you one thing. We'll take you out in the summer and we'll get you a fish, all right? Ollie, you've been a gem. Thanks, Jim. Cheers, guys. Hope you enjoyed. Well, there you go, guys. Unfortunately, we didn't catch any fish, as you can see. It was minus five, six on the day. Absolutely ridiculous. But thoroughly enjoyed his chat. Loved the man. We're going to do it again when the sun's back out. Hope you enjoyed the episode, and I'll see you all soon.